Welcome to the Prancing Horse Podcast. Glad you can join us to learn about the history, news, and culture of the world-famous Ferrari. I'm your host, AJ, and I'm so grateful to continue our Prancing Horse Podcast journey with this second news episode. My goal is to share the Prancing Horse culture with not only current, but also future generations to come. This series is going to keep you posted on all that's new in the Ferrari world, from cars to racing and events. Anyone can Google Ferrari, but I wanted to be able to provide you with an insider's perspective. I have been working in the service department of Ferrari for the last 10 years. So buckle up and let's talk news. In F1 news, Ferrari released the new SF24, with Ferrari stating this is a 95% new car. New chassis and floor should bring overall performance with more overall race pace. The new side pods are expected to help better the overall aerodynamic flow. Another modification for airflow is the new narrower gearbox. This is allowing for the car's chassis to be 40 millimeters narrower at the back, allowing for more free airflow. Increasing the efficiency of the rear wing. A change to the front suspension should bring an increased effect of anti-dive. A new rear suspension geometry was also used to help with anti-squat. Leclerc, after some time in the seat at Fiorano, said that the SF24 seems to be a step up in drivability to last year, but says further testing is important to ensure accurately the gauge of the car's performance. But testing in Bahrain this week showed Scuderia Ferrari looking pretty strong with good race pace and the fastest lap in day two. Could this season be the strongest one yet for the drivers in red? Only time will tell. Fred Vasseur, the team principal for Scuderia Ferrari, said they are still working with the FIA and F1 for compensation of the manhole cover that came loose and totaled Carlos Sainz's car at the Las Vegas Grand Prix late last year. Said to be in the region of $2 million worth of damage and created a grid penalty for the driver. This issue in Las Vegas likely cost them not only money, but the second place in the Constructors' Championship. In the new cost cap era, it's pretty unfair in my opinion the team would have so many things stacked against them over something they had no responsibility for. Vassour stated that likely the event organizers would be due to pay the bill, but the points that they lost would be just that, lost. For the 2024 season, the health drink Celsius was renewed as a sponsor and expanded for the 2024 season. With an exclusive multi-year partnership deal, this will also see the drink become the official energy drink of the team. And probably the biggest news in Ferrari F1 right now, the headline topic, Lewis Hamilton will be joining the Tifosi for the 2025 season. They have not renewed Carlos Sainz's contract beyond the 2024 season, and the season will be taken by the seven-time world champion. With a winless streak in 2022 and 2023, and at 39 years old, this could be the last opportunity for the Brit to win in red. Stating that when he was racing for McLaren, he always wondered what it would be like to wear red. With Ferrari having the only race win besides Red Bull last season, is this his last chance to win a Grand Prix before retirement? Better yet, a championship? Only time will tell. Regardless, the world champion will have lots of value to bring to the table for Ferrari and hopefully keep them moving forward towards winning another championship. In hypercar endurance racing, AF Corsa has announced that the same drivers that brought the great successes such as the wins at the 24-hour Le Mans, podiums in Sebring, Bahrain, Monza, Portamayo, and Spa will be driving again for the 2024 season. 
This is awesome to hear. With a runner-up spot last year for the Manufacturers Championship on its debut season, the season is likely to bring us with some action-packed endurance racing to watch. The season is kicking off March 2nd with the 812 kilometers at Qatar and followed up April 21st at the 6 hours of Imola. With GT Racing, we have an amazing season accomplishment behind us. After 24 hours of fighting and clawing at the 24 hours of Daytona, Risi Competizione took home first place position with the 296 in the GTD Pro class. The first win at Daytona in 10 years for the Prancing Horse was added to the 296's wins already this year, such as the one at Nürburgring. In GTD, the 296 took second, third, and fourth in its class. A very successful trip to Daytona not only for the brand, but for the teams who gave it their all. We are just finishing up with Corsa Pilota at Coda this week, our home track. The 296 Challenge Car had some amazing reviews from everyone who got to enjoy it. Wondering about the V6? Don't be alarmed. With more power than its predecessor and a better run so far than its little brother, keep your eye out. This little project is about to keep everyone on its toes. Nürburgring? Wasn't a problem. Daytona? Consider it finished. The Ferrari Challenge Series is going to be good this year. I personally got to experience the 296 on track. Although I wasn't driving, I did get to see some of its lap times as well as some of the aerodynamic changes that they made. And honestly, I'm pretty impressed. The car looks awesome, sounds awesome, and is putting down some pretty good lap times considering how new it is. February 18th was Enzo's birthday. He would have been 126 years old. Happy birthday, Enzo. Thank you for creating such an amazing brand. This family and its culture is some of the strongest people I've ever had the pleasure of being a part of and knowing. No official streetcar news this time around, but keep your ears open. Certainly Ferrari has something cooking up for us to enjoy. Reddit, Facebook, and Twitter all have videos of a possible new hypercar running around Marinello. Of course, wearing its camouflage, camouflage wrap, we'll call it. What could it be? Well, stay tuned and let's find out. One of the cool things that did happen recently was a 1954 Type 625 F1 car that was recently announced to be going to auction from RM Sotheby's. Having been owned for the last 21 years by a secretive German collector, this car looks exquisite. Starting its life as a 500 F2 car, then being sent back to the factory to be upgraded to its current spec, the car has some amazing history. Owned by many famous collectors and racers such as Di Portago, this piece of Ferrari history should be hitting the auction block soon. And who knows, maybe we will see it soon at events such as Monterey Car Week or the Goodwood Festival of Speed. In 2022, the car was looked at by Ferrari Classic A, who said that the chassis, engine, and gearbox were correct. So this surviving car certainly deserves to go to somebody who's going to love it, enjoy it, and also allow us to enjoy it along the way. So keep your eye out, and who knows, Somebody you know just might be scooping it up. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any of our new content. Also make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and prancinghorsepodcast.com. And as always, Forza Ferrari. <laughs>